0: Welcome back in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. We still got lots, lots and lots left to uh, talk about here. Still got to clean up some stuff from high school football, telling you and looking at all of the area, not our area, all of the Illinois yeah. uh, matchups that matter tonight, or at least some of the bigger ones. Yep. And we'll be taking a look at that. We'll be having some entertainment as well as the state and sports history. We'll also, be uh, taking a peek at some NFL this weekend, college football possibly, mm-hmm. as well, besides uh, the Alina that we talked about. And uh, we'll also be uh, getting to our Pick'em games as well, our supersized yes. playoff uh, edition of yep. Pick'em. Uh, Pick'em. And hey, it's week nine. We've got to go all out. Oh, yeah. And uh, so we'll do that as well as NASCAR and a NASCAR Pick'em as yep. well. Yep. So. Yep. That's all coming up here in the pod. Yes. And uh, I may or may not have mentioned baseball as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Baseball's going on, too. And there was an NFL game last night, too. Yeah,
0: there was. Yeah, there was. I mean, they finally put up some some points, but... Took a while. It took a while. It was a, a drag, a drudge of a game, but, I mean, it was the Saints and Jags. What do you expect? Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, we'll talk about that as well. Yep. But uh, is there anything on Sports Center that you wanted to clean up?
1: Yeah, lots of stuff. Let's go. Uh, the Bulls struggled in the third quarter of their 114-105 preseason loss to the Timberwolves at the United Center. Vucevic had 21 in the losing effort, while Io had 15 for the Bulls. Travis, yeah, how about that? Bulls end one and four in exhibition play this
0: year. One and Not four. Good.
1: They no. open the regular season with a home game against the Thunder next Wednesday. Hmm. NBA season getting underway. Travis, are we doing an NBA nice. uh, uh, season preview.
0: When does it start? Tuesday. We'll do it on Tuesday. All
1: right. Sounds good. We'll start working on it Tuesday. Yep. The last five minutes. Yep. Yep. uh, a former Cubs skipper could enter Cooperstown next summer. Lou Pinella was named a Hall of Fame finalist by the Contemporary Baseball Era Committee for non-players yesterday. Pinella led the Cubs to the playoffs twice in his four years leading the team, but they were swept in the first round each season. He was fired during the 2010 season, ending his Cubs tenure with, tenure with 316 wins and 293 losses. Voting results for the Hall of Fame will be revealed on December 3rd. And Travis, did you see who other names who are in this uh, Hall of Fame?
0: No, um, I didn't.
1: who was Okay. Well, I'm only I'm I'm only pulling this up because there's one guy who I know is going to get in and we we have to mention it um because obviously he is the best. So here's here's the candidates. Are you ready? Mhm. Cito uh, Gaston, who's a manager. Led the Blue Jays for 13 seasons over two stints. Um spanning 89 know. to 97. So he was the manager for the Blue Jays when they won the World Series. Sure. Okay. Yeah. David Johnson, he's a manager. Okay. okay i don't know i'm jim not
0: okay heard of jim yeah. leland yeah
1: um ed montague uh, he's an umpire never heard of him say i think i may have heard his name um hank peters who is an executive uh, high ranking executive for the ace indians and orioles from 65 to 91 so mm-hmm. there's that um and then there is also uh bill white who was also an executive Former first baseman uh, served as president of the National League from eighty nine to ninety four. So there you go. He was part of a Cardinals, Travis.
0: Yeah.
1: Nineteen sixty four played for the Cardinals, World Series winner, and as part of the team's Hall of Fame. So you should be you should know about this guy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes. It's a great guy. Travis, the last person. Mm Hmm. Joe West.
0: Oh, Cowboy Joe.
1: Cowboy Mm -hmm. Joe. Nice. Officiated a record 5,460 contests between 1976 and his retirement in February of (laughs) 2022. And of those 5,460 contests, I think he threw somebody out or got a wrong call in about 5,459
0: of them. Right, yeah. So... I mean, he should get elected to the Hall of Fame in the same class as Lou Piniella just so that he can They can throw, argue about it. They can throw Lou Piniella off the stage. Yeah, that's right. Throw him off, so that's make right. it happen. Yep. Yes, yep. Cowboy Joe, vote him in.
1: Vote him in. you going to have to talk to the—, the... The players, former players on that one, uh, or media people, I think, are who's voting that in. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Chicago Fire and the 2023 regular season with a match against New York City FC at City Field tomorrow. Fire lost to Charlotte 2-0 in the most recent match. Chicago's tied with four other clubs in the final seat of the Eastern Conference playoffs. So, a lot on the line for the Fire tomorrow, Travis. Oh, yeah. A lot on the line. And... couple more things here. The Colts will be sporting a new look on Sunday. Indianapolis will debut its new alternative jersey for the Indiana Night Game at Lucas Oil Stadium. The Colts will face off against Cleveland Browns, where they look inspired from the quote-unquote blue and black of the Indiana Night Skies, end quote. The new uniform also features a franchise first, a black helmet. India is currently tied for second in the AFC South at 3-3. Three and three.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't. Indy can't have a black helmet, Travis. That's just not right.
0: Right? Well, they are.
1: Ugh. I don't like it.
0: Hmm. I had not heard about that. Uh, uh, no, That's the no. mini helmet. No, 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 no. That mm-mm. picture.
1: Black, but still, nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Don't. Mm. Not a fan. Don't want it.
0: Not a fan. Get that
1: uniform out of here.
0: I, mean, I kind of like the actual jersey The itself. jersey's
1: not, not awful, but...
0: Yeah, I kind of like the jersey. Get off here. I don't want to. It's like a dark blue. I don't want this. Get off.
1: <laughs> the Colts are spamming you, Travis.
0: I know. Now I'm going to see Colts memorabilia all yep. over the place. Yep. $170 will give you the yeah. replica Indiana-themed night. helmet. No, thank helmet. you. No, thank
1: you. Mm. Um, let's see. What else we got? Uh, Andre Iguodala retires after 19 seasons. I saw that. Yeah. Yep. He was yep. on
0: first take this yep.
1: morning. Um. Let's see. Uh, Cole Beasley is a free agent again because he wanted to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was on the Giants practice squad. They have since released him. <laughs> practice all squad. Right. Two kind of things, Travis, uh, that are sports adjacent. So here we go. University of Michigan, mm-hmm. Travis's favorite college in all of the land, Yep. is applying for liquor licenses to potentially sell alcohol at Michigan Stadium as well as the Chrysler Center and Yost Ice Arena. The school board approved the action on Thursday. Michigan plans to sell alcohol at basketball and hockey games this upcoming season and decide at a later date whether to have booze for sale at football games. Now, Michigan State University began selling alcohol earlier this season and will have it for sale Saturday night when it hosts the second-ranked Wolverines. Alcohol is available at a vast majority of Power 5 stadiums, um, college football stadiums. Now, that's not why I'm including this, okay, because, again, as we said, most Power 5s, you know, have this. Have I wanted happened. to include it because of what the governor said. Governor Gretchen Whitmer signed legislation last summer that would allow liquor licenses to be issued to sporting venues at public universities. Whitmer said at the time that the new law would help, quote, reduce the likelihood of binge drinking before games while also bringing, quote, in a heck of a lot more revenue, end quote. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the revenue. Yes.
1: <laughs> so we're gonna, we're gonna, we don't want them drinking other people's beer. Bring All them right, in here so exactly. that we can sell them the beer to binge drink on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guess what, man? <laughs> They're still gonna tailgate. They're still gonna drink before they come in. Now they can, i uh, don't have to drink as much, so they can come into your game and uh buy from your your own stadium. I, yep. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet already.
1: Oh, I'm like that is ridiculous. All right, mm. and the, the last thing, Travis, that's sports adjacent.
0: Yes. We could
1: have, could have, a Simone and Swifty game in Green Bay this year. Olympic gold medalist Simone Biles told the Today Show yesterday that she plans to be at the December 3rd game between the Chiefs and the Packers. That could set up a meeting between Biles and Taylor Swift, rumored for a while now to be dating Travis Kelsey. Biles is married to Packers
0: safety Jonathan Owens. I was like, okay, <laughs> why is she
1: it it made the Uh, ap i had to talk about it it was there
0: i was like why is simone Biles going to green bay but i guess it makes sense if her husband plays the game and i
1: love how that's the one game she's gonna be at because taylor swift may be there the rest of his games she don't care about just bring me the paycheck but
0: taylor going to green bay in december i know (laughs) I don't know if the likelihood of that is. Uh,
1: also, uh, today is Keith Hernandez's birthday, turns 70 years old.
0: Ah, Keith Hernandez. Yes. Happy birthday.
1: Hey, he is in the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. He
0: is, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, proud of his tenure with uh, the Cardinals. Even though he's more known for the Mets. I was going to say, yeah. he works And for, Seinfeld. Works for them, too. And I thought he was more famous for the uh, hair commercials. Oh, yeah, those just are. Just for men. Yeah.
1: Yep, he's pretty big on those. <laughs> So there you go. That is all I got for SportsCenter.
0: Oh, you got happy, happy birthday, yep, Keith Hernandez. There. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's get to uh, let's get to something that we normally get to in the actual show, uh, the uh, postseason for baseball. Wanted to uh, hit up on here as uh, both games took place last night, and uh, we finally have a series possibly in both of them as the Diamondbacks walked it off there in the ninth as they won 2-1 to one here over the Phillies to win their first game of this series here in game three. So uh, Diamondbacks, thank yep. goodness, actually won, won a game. And uh, Fadat was great for the Diamondbacks. He went five and two-thirds innings, only giving up a couple of hits, strike out nine batters. As well, I mean, Suarez didn't give up a run either, so it was a pretty well pitched game for the most part. With a two-to-one score, a lot of action happening there in the late going. Uh, Guriel tied it up there in the seventh after Bryce Harper, uh, well, actually, mm-hmm. scored on a wild pitch. Uh, so that was one to nothing, and then uh, Marte ended it there with a walk-off single to get Arizona's first win of the game or series, I guess. And again Travis this is still not a series yet. It is because the Diamondbacks won.
1: No, it's not because the visiting team is yet to win.
0: Well, yes, that's that is what they say.
1: Same thing with the AL
0: side. It's the home team has a home team has won. Oh yeah,
1: the home team has not won there, but that's more of a series than the NLCS. Yeah, so right. at, at
0: least this one, at least this one got some drama. Uh, so, thank goodness for uh, that one. And also, another thing that I want to say um, on this one that uh, saw some stuff on X that just me despise Philadelphia and even more, if it's true. Uh oh. Saw that uh, apparently, you know, because they were bragging about how cheap playoff tickets were mm-hmm. going in Arizona compared to what they were in Philadelphia, um, the uh, petty. It's not even petty, it's pathetic is what it is uh Phillies fan base there in Arizona, or maybe not even they weren't even in the Arizona area. They were buying tickets for game three just so Arizona fans weren't able to be there, and uh, they're also donating the tickets to any Philly fans in Arizona who wanted them, but they were buying multiple seats, fourteen seats uh eighteen seats. Just so Arizona Diamondback fans couldn't attend the game, so uh, the Phillies would have more of a home field advantage. That's pathetic. Buying tickets so the other team's fan base doesn't go?
1: It is. Come on. However, at the same time, Travis, we have seen the Brewers do this to the Cubs, where they will not sell Cubs tickets.
0: Yeah, but it's one thing to not sell tickets. The other thing for the other fan base to buy tickets. But what though, I'm the saying other is the Diamondbacks
1: come. should be not allowing Phillies so. fans to buy tickets.
0: I guess so. Or, I mean, or I, didn't the, I didn't see where the address. Yes, that that too. Definitely uh, a person shouldn't be able to buy 14 right. playoff tickets. I mean,
1: in general, you should not be able to buy 14 <laughs> playoff tickets. Exactly.
0: Uh, there's some other channels that you sh- go through for that. That's like a group you should, type of thing. Here
1: you go, Travis. For playoff tickets now, you should have to answer a trivia question about the home team from that season there to you prove go. that you're a home fan.
0: There you go. Before you're allowed to go. Yeah. I, I'm fine I'm fine with... That. It's still petty for people, for teams blocking other uh, cities for purchasing tickets, but it's another thing to do with that.
1: I, I think you know about this more because it is the Phillies and we all know your love of Philadelphia. And so I think it got on your radar more. I think that this probably happens more than we'd like to admit. You think so? I do. Hmm. Because I, I, I guess the only thing that makes it different, different is it's the away team buying tickets for the home team. Yeah. And so that makes it, Different Because, like, I was thinking, like, when I went to, you know, the Cub Cardinal playoff game at Bush, there were empty seats close to me. I was in the outfield. And there were empty seats close to me that Cardinal fans had bought. And they they told us this because they were sitting there. They bought just so Cub fans wouldn't have them. Jeez. So, this happens.
0: Yeah. That's that's dumb. It is, but... (laughs) Uh... That's even worse that the Cardinals did it. A
1: couple couple fans, yeah.
0: And I Jeez. think, again,
1: I think it was only because they were playing the Cubs. I think if they were playing anyone else, it wouldn't be a big deal. I guess But so. it's because it was the Cubs. I would expect the same thing to happen if, when the Cardinals were in Chicago playing the Cubs in the playoffs. I would expect the same thing if it was the Cubs and the Brewers. i expect the same thing if it was the Giants and Dodgers. Like, I expect that to happen in those places. Yeah. Arizona Phillies? No.
0: Right. It's not a blood rivalry. Exactly.
1: That's the difference. I'm using regional blood rivalries and saying that I'd be okay with. I guess you could see that. But, yeah. You know, Yankees, Red Sox, LCS, if I'm a Yankees (laughs) fan, I'm buying as many tickets as I can at Fenway just to have less Red Sox fans there.
0: Right. And one of the reasons why they were able to buy so many tickets was because they were so cheap.
1: And that goes back to Travis not supporting the team. Yeah. The people of Arizona not supporting. Because how many times, Travis, and, and you may not know this or realize this because you're not, obviously, a Cubs fan. But there have been many times the Cubs have played in Arizona and there have been more Cubs fans there than Diamondbacks fans because the Cubs play spring training right. in Arizona. So yeah, there's, more, there's more there's more Cubs fans there than Diamondbacks fans.
0: Yeah, I mean you see you see that with some teams.
1: Yeah, right. So it it more shows that you need to support your team more. Yeah. Because then I mean what's going to happen if if the Diamondbacks make the World Series? Are we going to have empty
0: seats? Right. And, I mean, yeah, like you were saying with the Cubs fans being there in Arizona, there were still a lot of Philly fans there. Right. It seemed like. So It's because Diamond—have There, you ever met somebody who said there's a Diamondback fan? I know at least one person.
1: One out of every person you've ever met in your life
0: <laughs> said, said <laughs> out I can loud think of offhand, that they were yeah. a Diamondbacks fan. <laughs> okay? That's all you need to know. Like, I can think of one, but— they're few and far between, that's for
1: sure. Well, and and think about it. Like, I remember, you know, the Diamondbacks there for a while were pretty good when I was growing up. 2001, you know, they, right around that time, they won the World Series, beat the Yankees, like, mm-hmm. everything like that. And and they had a couple up and down years, but they always were contending. The past 10 years, they've really been down. Mm-hmm. And I think that that kind of destroyed your fan base. Yeah. It's kind of like if the A's were to make the ALCS next year. How many people do you think are showing up to those games? Not a lot. Because you've destroyed the fan base. Yeah, you have. By losing for so long.
0: Mm-hmm. And everything that's going on there. With
1: right. There's, there's more to that. City, the Royals. Uh,
0: sure.
1: The White Sox, even. Although I White think the Sox. White Sox fans are more loyal. But if the yeah. White Sox made the ALCS next year, are their fans going to be there? Eh, maybe fair weather fans because Chicago's a bandwagon city. (laughs) So, but the Royals or the Mariners or the Rockies or these teams that the the Marlins are another great example.
0: Marlins make
1: the LCS. How many people are showing up to that stadium? Right. Supporting the Marlins. It's low. Yeah. Because they've destroyed their fan base and they're still building it up. This Diamondbacks team's not supposed to be here.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, it's true.
1: So I, I think that's part of it. I really yeah. do.
0: Yep, that could be uh, for sure. And it looks like uh, tonight's game, uh, 7 o'clock, 7.07 with the uh, Phillies and the uh, D-backs for game four. And uh, Sanchez going for Philadelphia. I don't know about them, but I know for Arizona, uh, Mantiply will be a starting. But it's going to be a bullpen uh, type of game, mm-hmm. at least for the Diamondbacks. I know for sure, so uh, that's what's in store for that one. Uh, game four of the ALCS, as well, it was exciting for a little bit, uh, but the Astros, they jumped out, and they jumped out in the first inning as they scored three in that inning. They were all over uh, Heaney there, and they chased them. Didn't even get out of the first inning. Only got two outs. Gave up four hits, three and runs there Bregman tripled Alvarez also uh, singled as well to make it three to nothing. But then uh, Texas ended up uh, slugging their way and uh, tying it as a Seeger tied it in the bottom of the third with a uh, uh, oppo shot to tie it at three. And then uh, Alvarez hit a sack fly to deep, deep uh, center fielding. It was right center, or maybe just straight center. But uh, so you got, Alvarez with the bases loaded to just go for a sack fly. But then, just like what's been happening this postseason, you forget about uh, Jose Abreu. And uh, boom, it was a three-run shot, 438 feet to the second deck. there in global life, and that busted it open. It was 7-3 at that point. And there were Astros in them winning this one 10-3. So the pitching for the Rangers failed. Yep. Them the past two games, especially last night. Yep. And so uh, now it's an even series, two to two, best of three. By the way, Travis, this
1: season the Astros are eight and one at Globe Life Field. Yeah. They've scored eighty-one runs compared to just forty for the Rangers. Hmm. It's not good when you are <laughs> the uh, the home team and the visitors have more wins and more runs than you do. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's not good. It's not good. <laughs> not good. So. Uh, we do have a decent pitching matchup for game five at four o'clock. It's Justin Verlander for Houston and uh, Jordan Montgomery going for the uh, Rangers this oh afternoon. Yep, five game five, best of three, two to two. So we'll see who takes advantage and uh, who has the lead today. I can't even say tonight. It's so a four o'clock this afternoon. This afternoon. So tune in to. Uh, Uh, That one. Uh, All right, so uh, we uh, move along here, and uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's move along to just some other college football that's happening uh, this weekend. I got the big one on uh, Fox as it's number seven, Penn State, against number three, Ohio State. I know for sure that uh, I think the game day crew is there because I'm assuming so because the Pat McAfee show is in Ohio and they're in, at mm-hmm. Ohio State, uh, so I'm only assuming the game day is going to be there. And I think since it's on Fox, I think Fox Big Noon Kickoff, the other uh, pregame show, the lesser pregame show, is there as well. Five-point favorites are the Buckeyes here in this one. Steph is also taking on number six, Oklahoma, in that 11 o'clock window, 22 Air Force at Navy, uh, number nine, Oregon, and Washington State in the 230 window, 17 Tennessee at number 11 Alabama, Bama favored by nine and a half in this one at home. Uh, South Carolina at number 20 in Mizzou, Mizzou favored by a touchdown and a half. Uh, number 22 or 23 to Lane, are uh, host in North Texas, and I love this that this line has moved from the beginning of the week. Minnesota at number 24 Iowa, the over under 30 and a half. 30 and a half. That's it.
1: Oh, that's it.
0: That's. <laughs> that is great. That is great. I love it. It's uh, over half of the uh, over-under line for Texas and Houston. 60 and a half, to put that in perspective there. Uh, Longhorns are number eight in the country. Number 10, North Carolina is hosting Virginia at 530. Number 13, Ole Miss at Auburn. Uh, six thirty. That matchup between Michigan and Michigan State. There, uh, Michigan twenty-four point favorites in uh, this one. But we'll see uh, what happens there with the scandal of sign stealing there. And Michigan State actually put out a statement on Wednesday night or Thursday, yesterday, uh, that they could potentially uh, not play this game uh, due to some health and safety reasons for uh, them, uh, Michigan science stealing and whatnot but they are going to play the game now good so <laughs> i don't think there was any real threat of them not playing it no, anyways they just but, get out of it. right uh but we'll see what happens to sparty tomorrow uh number 16 duke at number four florida state that should be a good one Six thirty on abc even though the seminoles are two touchdown favorites In this one, LSU hosting Army, number 14, Utah at number 18, USC. Trojans trying to bounce back after their first loss against Notre Dame. Uh, Number five, Washington is hosting Arizona State. 26-point favorites are the Huskies after their big win against Oregon last week. And number 25, UCLA is at Stanford there in uh, that one. Uh, Let's see elsewhere in the Big Ten besides the two matchups or a few matchups that we've already talked about, Rutgers-Indiana. All right. All right. Rutgers, six-point favorites at Indiana. And Indiana with a goose egg in the Big Ten, 0-3 right now. Uh, Northwestern is also at Nebraska there. Nebraska, 11.5-point favorites. And, heck, the over-under there is – there's not a lot of uh, high scoring over unders in the Big Ten Mm-mm. this week, so that's what's going on there. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's let's see what's happening in the NFL uh, here. Like Eric mentioned, uh, the Jags last night beat the Saints 31 to a 24. As it was kind of a, a mid game actually for most of it but uh they actually started to pick up there and 3124 was the final jags I think they've won four in a row now 5 and 2 record and so the saints dropped to 3 and 4 on the year there in new orleans uh action on uh sunday you got the two games the raiders against the bears and it's a matchup of backups backup for chicago in. And now Jimmy Garoppolo has been ruled out. He's out with a back. Uh-huh. So I think it's Aiden O'Connell is going to be the starter for the Raiders. So
1: uh, yeah. I'm glad you brought up uh Tyson uh Bignett. Back mm-hmm. in December, Travis, he threw two interceptions and was sacked eight times against Colorado School of Mines.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: now he's facing the Raiders.
0: Yep, that's your quarterback.
1: Life <laughs> comes at you fast.
0: that's your quarterback, Chicago. Yay. Two-and-a-half-point favorites are the Raiders here on ESPN. So we'll be picking that game here in just a second. Uh, Browns against the uh, Colts has the uh, Colts without Richardson for the rest of the season. Uh, And the Browns, I haven't heard if Deshaun Watson was going to play in this one or not. Uh, the Bills are at the uh, Patriots. Bills, eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Commanders against the uh, Giants, also in the noon window. Falcons at the Bucks. Uh, Lions against the uh, Ravens. I think ESPN has talked more about the Lions on first take than they ever have Yep. Uh, with this matchup with uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Uh, Baltimore favored by three in this one. Uh, Lions have some injuries in the backfield. Uh, there, I don't think Montgomery's going to play. I think Gibbs is still going to be out. I know they're going through some injuries there. Uh, but, hey, Lions are out to a 5-1 and one start. Uh, Steelers, they're at my Rams, and uh, it's the uh, uh, L.A. actually favored by 3 in this one. That's uh, the 3 o'clock window. Cards are at the uh, Saints, or Cardinals are at the Seahawks, excuse me. three twenty five window, it's the uh, Packers against the Broncos. Ugh. Green Bay favored by a point in that one. And the uh, also, the Chiefs are in Kansas City. Taylor Swift be there. Who knows? Uh, they're hosting the Chargers. Chiefs are favored by five and a half in this one. And then on Sunday Night Football, it's a good one between the uh, Eagles and the Dolphins. It's Tua versus Hertz as the matchups of the two former quarterbacks there at Alabama. So, Miami, five and one. Philly, 5-1. and one. Philly just lost their first game last week, and uh, that was to the Jets. Dolphins trying to keep it going here. The Eagles are 2.5-point favorites in this one, though. And then the Monday Night Football game is the uh, 49ers at Minnesota there. And again, lots of teams on buys this week. Bengals, Cowboys, Titans, Jets, Panthers, Texans all on buys this week. For the NFL. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, let's uh, continue on here. And uh, since we have uh, football on the mind, football on the brain, let's go ahead and let's jump into Pick'em. A a supersized week nine edition of Pick'em.
1: Yes. Uh, a- absolutely, uh, super-sized, Travis. Um, so because of that, we are actually going to start with the, uh, the big boys. hmm um, I'm updating my spreadsheet here. Okay, so we are going to start with, uh, the Illinois Fighting Illini at home. Minus two and a half against Wisconsin. Travis, who you got?
0: Uh, Wisconsin's minus two and a half.
1: Yeah, Wisconsin minus two and a half.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with Illinois here, of course.
1: I know, of course you are. That's why I already wrote Illinois before you even (laughs) said anything. I am being smart and picking Wisconsin because I don't believe in this Illinois team. One win does not a good team make all right, let's go to the people who get paid more money than NIL deals to play football. Uh, the Raiders. You mentioned at the Bears, Travis. Raiders minus two and a half. Who you got? <laughs> this is a dangerous one.
0: Can I go a tie? Ah, <laughs> oh, goodness. I. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll go Vegas. Minus two and a half.
1: I will go Raiders just to stay pace with you. <laughs>
0: that's such a a toss-up. Who knows? Travis,
1: that game could eat six to three, yeah. or it could be 35 to 30. Yeah. Because <laughs> both those defenses aren't that great either.
0: No. I mean, Vegas at least has Max Crosby, but that's right. about it.
1: All right. Browns at Colts. Travis, another game where... I don't know who's quarterbacking. Mm-hmm. Is it Deshaun? Sean? I think the, the the Colts are sending out Garner Minshew. They are, yeah. Minshew I Mania do know that for sure. Running wild with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, but the Browns are favored by three, Travis. I will pick first and this way. You can piggyback off of me if you want. I'm going to go Browns because the Colts haven't been that great this year, I guess. So, give me Browns minus three.
0: Hmm. It says here with the last update that the uh, Deshaun Watson is practicing in full, but he's still questionable mm-hmm. for the game. So, man, the Colts are just a weird team to figure out. So is Cleveland, I guess. I mean, they just beat the 49ers last week. So yeah, this is a trap game, but I'm going to go Cleveland as well.
1: All righty. And then, Travis, at 11 a.m., we will have NFL football on Sunday over on 98.9 the game, and that game is Lions at Ravens. Ravens minus three, Travis. What do you got?
0: Nice. I like this one. Mm -hmm. Good matchup Mm -hmm. on the radio. Uh, Why not? Let's do it. Lions. Lions plus three.
1: I will agree with you, Travis, because last time we had the Ravens on our radio station, I picked the Ravens, and they lost, so therefore, I'm going to go Lions to be vengeful. There you go. All right. Now... (laughs) Let's settle in. Get your your spreadsheet notepad ready. I have to zoom out to 50% here.
0: I actually should have grabbed the big legal notepad over there. there. One
1: right over there. You can use. Yep. You're, <laughs> you're gonna need it. I have the spreadsheet, but you're gonna probably need the big one. Uh, um, uh,
0: the super sized. I guess regular sized.
1: Yes. The the normal.
0: We got a shopping list here.
1: Yeah, that was my shopping list one time when I went grocery shopping.
0: Now I'm hungry looking at all those food items. I know. Right? Items. I'm sorry. <laughs> all
1: right, so we got. Uh, let's see, uh, 16 games, Travis. Oh my. So let's just, and we're picking. We're picking scores, winners and scores.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: You're gonna have to restart that bed. I'm just saying.
0: All right. As I was gonna say, we've got a while.
1: Oh, I don't think we got enough, Travis, for 16 games worth. But we'll see. Starting off our first game, Travis. Carlisle at Red Hill will be played on Saturday. Carlisle at Red Hill. Who you got?
0: Mm, Carlisle, Red Hill. I will go Red Hill here. Uh I will go Red Hill 21-14.
1: I also will go Red Hill, and I will go... 22 to 21. All right, next up, and Travis, I'll let you pick first in this one. Effingham at Centralia.
0: I will go Effingham here. Okay. I learned my lesson last week. Uh huh. As I think everyone did. I know, but I'm not doing it this time. Okay. Reverse psychology. I'm Uh doing straight up. I'm confident in the hearts tonight. I got FEM 31 to 14. 31 to 14.
1: All right. I also will go Effingham, and I'll play the game and say one to nothing. All right. One
0: to zero. Next
1: game, Taylorville at Bethalto Civic Memorial. I will pick first in this one. I will go Taylorville.
0: Um, twenty-eight, fourteen. Twenty-eight, fourteen. I will also go Taylorville here, and I will go Taylorville twenty-nine to seven. Twenty-nine, seven.
1: All right, Clinton at Pontiac, Travis. Who you got?
0: Pontiac. Pontiac. That's not who I'm picking, but uh, I'll go uh, Clinton. Mm-hmm. And I'll go Clinton. 35 to 20.
1: 35 20. I will go Clinton as well. Uh, 36 to 20. All right, next. Oblong at Tuscola.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll go Tuscola. I'll go Tuscola 49 to 7.
0: Man, we've gone the same every pick.
1: Is this the one you're going to go opposite on me on? pick oblong
0: so this one i am going opposite probably the next one uh tuscola here and why not 50 50 to 6 50 to
1: 6 all right argenta at cumberland i will pick first
0: What do you, what do I, you go here?
1: My, my faith after last week has been weakened in the Pirates, this but just... I, I gotta go Cumberland. Uh, now I said the stat about them not scoring above twenty-five. Now how I said that Argenta scored above twenty-five. Mm-hmm. One of those will end. Pirates get the win here, twenty-eight to twenty-six. 28-26.
0: All right, so I'll play the game here, and I'll go Argenta, and I'll go Argenta, 23 to 20. 23 to 20. All right,
1: Sullivan at Arthur, Travis. All right, here we go. We you got?
0: LPC on the line here. Yes. This one's a tough one. Mm-hmm. I uh, I will go Arthur here. And I'll go Arthur. 35
1: to 30. 35 30. Travis, I'm going to go Sullivan. And I'm going to go Sullivan. Same score as you, 35-30. I'm just going off of what I personally saw, and Sullivan was more impressive to me against Cumberland than Arthur was. Sure. But. All right, next up, Nokomis at Sagamon Valley. I will pick first. I will go Nokomis after that win last week. They got some momentum, and Sagamon Valley hasn't been great. Uh, 35-10. to
0: I will also go Nekomis here and I will go one nothing. Nothing. Okay.
1: Travis, Villa Grove at Tri-County.
0: PG at Tri-County. hmm Well, obviously we'll go Villa Grove here. Yes, I figured. Hmm. I will go Villa Grove forty. 14.
1: 40 to 14? 40 to 14, yep. Okay. I will go Villa Grove. And I will go 41 to 6. Casey at Paris. Big game for Paris.
0: Yep, they need it. Clench it. They need it. Clench it.
1: I don't think they get it. Give me Casey. 21 to 6. That Casey defense is just gonna be a little it too is. strong for bears.
0: So I will go Casey as well. Oh Casey, I'll play the game 22 to 6. Okay. Travis, Lawrenceville at
1: Mount Carmel. Little line eye on the line.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll go Mount Carmel here. Mount Carmel, 34 to 27. 34 to 27. I also
1: will go Mount Carmel. And I will go 35 to 30. Gillespie at Carlinville.
0: Carlinville. How uh, is it?
1: It's you first. It, it's me first. Yes. Uh, let's be at Carlinville. I will take Carlinville. Um, thirty-six
0: to twelve. Thirty-six, twelve. I will go Carlinville as well. Uh, and I will go play the game 37 13. 37 Litchfield
1: at Vandalia, Travis.
0: Litchfield, Vandy. You go first. Uh, I want to pick Litchfield here. All right, so let's go Litchfield. Let's go clinching their first playoff spot since 2005. Let's go. They get the upset 22-20. to 22-20. To, to Stop that run game.
1: I will go Vandelia. I mean, they're having a party Saturday on the football field with a giant screen to watch the playoff show. You're not going to lose the night before that because it's just going to bring the whole mood down. But I think it will be close. Twenty seven twenty four. Twenty seven twenty four. Pena at Staunton. Chilly night there. Yes. Pena Staunton. Pena at three and five. Staunton. Uh, I will go Pena thirty twenty one.
0: Pena one nothing
1: one nothing he says hillsborough at Piasaw, travis
0: hill Piasaw. Piasaw, 4 and
1: 4 hillsborough 3 and 5
0: just cuz the birds need it i'm going to pick Piasaw here 28 to 20 28 20
1: I will go Hillsboro because not all the favorites are going to win. That would defeat the purpose. So I'll go Hillsboro, and I'll go 21-20. And, Travis, our final game. Ooh, final one. Muhammad at Quincy.
0: Muhammad versus Quincy. Ranked
1: matchup, big matchup. Muhammad trying to improve their playoff
0: positioning. Who you got? I will go Quincy here. I will go Quincy 30 to 28, 30 to 28. I will go
1: Muhammad with the upset. Um in a close fought game, 27 24. 27 24
0: we done it. We did it. We picked all the important matchups tonight.
1: Yeah. That's why from before, area. before the playoff show tomorrow, Travis, I will be getting here about two hours early to, to tabulate all of these totals. Sure. And yeah. Boy, if you thought our overall record looked awful before, before wait for tonight because all of these games are worth three points each. <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> I like it. He likes it, he says now see how he feels uh, tomorrow
0: <laughs> nah, i feel good feels good feel good tonight feeling good feeling good tonight and i only had to repeat the bed once hey that's a good thing so there you go all right so we'll we'll continue with the uh football talk here because uh eric wanted to mention some other uh matchups that we didn't even get to there in a pick 'em. That could affect the uh, area and area teams that are kind of outside of our general usual uh, talking area as well.
1: Yeah, just, just a couple I to of...
0: spotlight, a couple of them.
1: A couple of uh, uh, could be really good games um, taking place here. Uh, tonight, So we'll start with the games going on tonight and then we'll look back at the games um, from yesterday. Yeah. That will affect things. Um, you have the number seven team in 2A, Athens at 7 and 1, taking on the number one team in 2A, Moreau Foresight, 8 0. That'll affect some seeding purposes. Uh, depending on who loses in that one, sure. um, should be a good one there. Um, Bloomington Central Catholic, the number three team in 2A, undefeated. They take on 5-3 and three Prairie Central, uh, who's fighting for a playoff spot, you have to think. Camp Point Central, the number two team in 1A, 8-0, will take on 6-2 and two West Central. And um, what could be a good game, um, where was a couple more here? Uh, Dupec, the number seven team in 3A, will take on Altoff, the number three team in 1A. Both those teams 7 and 1. So someone's going to drop to 6 and, uh, 3, and that's going to really affect their kind of playoff positioning. Or I guess 7 and, 7 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um... Big one in this, a little bit south of here, Travis, Uh DeCoin, Murfreesboro. That's DeCoin, the number five team in 3A, taking on Murfreesboro, the number three team in 4A. Both those teams, 8-0. That's a good one
0: tonight. That yeah, is, man. And that's a sneaky, a good one there that yep. I completely was like, wow, that's an awesome matchup yep. right there. Uh
1: Number one team in Class 1A, Alina Winslow, will take on number eight team in 1A, Forreston. That is an 8-0 versus 7-1 matchup. That is another good one. Um, and then I think that may be it as far as kind of like teams that are, are, could affect us in our area. Mm -hmm. Um, there was one more game I wanted to spotlight. Now I can't think of it. Um, hmm. Oh, uh, Travis, we have um, the first time in a long time Rochester Sacred Heart Griffin without the two brothers coaching each other.
0: The father son. Father son. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
1: That game is tonight, and you know Sacred Heart mm-hmm. Griffin six and two Rochester number one team in four A. Um, again, that could affect things in our area uh, when you talk four A. Sure, yeah. If if they aren't good. Yeah,
0: and, you know, seating purposes for Rochester. Yep, yep. For sure it could be on the line, depending on how it shakes out there in Murfreesboro.
1: Now, there are four games from last night, Travis, I want to spotlight. That happened last night, and people are going to go, well, why are you spotlighting this? Because they are important, again, looking at all the teams. Right. The first one is... Is Chicago Coralis Travis? They entered last night at five and three. They lost to Lindblom. Lindblom now seven and two, so they've clinched a spot. But Travis entering last night, Coralis was the 24th team in 5A. So with that loss, you have to think they bump out.
0: Hmm. So
1: they they may be out, sitting at five and four. This tricky spot to be in there in 5A.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the next one is Englewood STEM. They improved to five and four last night. They beat uh, Coomer, who fell to two and seven. With that win, they were they got their fifth win last night with that win. But they were thirty fourth and five a. They got a win. They're now five and four. That has to do a lot to help their chances. But thirty fourth entering last night, it's a big number. Mm-hmm. That that I don't know if you can jump two spots, but we'll see. Uh, the other one is Tingley Park. They won last night against Oak Forest. They improved to five and four. They were 38th and 5A. So yeah. they got the win to get to 5 and 4. 38th and 5A seems big.
0: It does, um, yeah. I don't know
1: if you'll that'll be enough to, to come back from. And uh the last one I wanted to spotlight here is Fairfield. They got the win against Edwards County last night with that win. Fairfield now five and four. Travis, they entered yesterday, 30th and 3A. That solidifies them, I think. They're in. 30th entering yesterday. With a win, I think that that will bump them up because, obviously, we talked the 3A bubble being so small. Not a lot of teams there. Getting that fifth win, very, very important. I think they're going to get in.
0: Yeah, and no, it's not taking into account any anything, but they are on a four-game winning streak here yeah. to um, get them into playoff positioning. And uh, they basically beat every team that they needed to be along the way. Yep. Uh, last week they beat uh, Hamilton County, and Hamilton County is still 4-4 uh, four and four, uh, there. But they play in a, a tough conference there with Sessor, uh, Johnson City, and Carmine White County as well.
1: We also had one upset last night, Travis, is the number 10 team in 6A, TF North with seven and two last uh, seven and one entering last night. They fell to Lamont, who got the win, improved to five and four, 19 to eighteen. So Lamont helps their playoff chances by getting that fifth win and knocking off the number ten team in the state. Uh that'll affects seating there at the six A level. I know that's a little more than what we talk about, but sure. all of this affects each other.
0: Mm -hmm. who's in
1: who's out you know it's all going to trickle down and affect everyone else so yeah um, they will i was listening to something uh yesterday you know kind of talking about this travis and this is what makes the football playoffs so special is because you have to follow every game every five and four four and four five and three game you have to follow because they all affect each other Right. So you got to get a score from Chicago that you may not care about on a Saturday afternoon normally, but it may <laughs> affect whether you're in or out. Yep. So, um, that's why you 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 want to get six, mm-hmm. because that takes any guesswork away. Then you just worry about who you face and where you're going. Right. If you're stuck there with five, you're at the mercy of the playoff committee, and as we know, whoever this committee is, Travis, whoever decides these things. They tend not to lean south very often.
0: No, more often than not. So no. if
1: I'm a southern team sitting at 5-4 and four with questionable playoff points, mm-hmm. I'm nervous.
0: Yeah, you're a little nervous. A little nervous.
1: So there we go with that.
0: Very well. And we'll be looking out for those. And we'll be here tomorrow uh, to saying, tell yep. you who's in and out. Yep, we sure will. 7 to 9 yep. tomorrow evening Look forward to over it. on 98.9, one of our favorite times of the year, favorite shows of the year, our playoff spectacular extravaganza. We'll
1: have pizza and soda, and if I feel confident, Travis, I may bring cake.
0: Ooh, we cake. We may celebrate with cake. Wow, the diet is going out the window like a tomorrow. a cupcake or something. I mean, it is the weekend. little
1: cupcake. If FEM and Cumberland both make the playoffs, we will celebrate with cake.
0: Oh, yeah, there you go.
1: Celebratory cake.
0: There you go. I mean, if FEM loses tonight, I might have some tears in the, <laughs> the cupcake if that's the case. Well, I won't but... buy you
1: a cupcake then. <laughs> You'll have to sit and watch me eat the cupcake of the playoffs. Oh, I'll be even sadder. <laughs> uh. Whoever doesn't make it, that team person doesn't get a cupcake. Ah. Uh. Uh. So I hope we both win. I hope it. we both win.
0: Yeah, I hope we both get cupcakes.
1: All right, do you want to do entertainment or do you want to do NASCAR or history?
0: Uh, let's get entertainment and uh, sports history out of the way. Okay. Uh, let's do some entertainment.
1: All right, I only have seven this week.
0: <laughs> only seven. Only
1: seven. So Travis, I got the Dolphins plus two and a half. How the Dolphins are laying points...
0: Yeah, I know. Like, I'm,
1: I'm. Give me the two and a half, please. I
0: guess you give it because Philadelphia. It's the games in Philly. I,
1: I guess, but so still, that's my Philly's only thing. coming off a loss. I know. I, I'll take the Dolphins plus two and a half. Yeah. Give me Penn State plus four and a half. Really? Yeah. You know me. I like rooting for underdogs.
0: Yeah, I mean, when I, when I saw Penn State play, I just wasn't impressed with them at all.
1: But they seem like the team that plays to their competition. I guess so. So, I think if they can try to dictate the pace a little bit, yeah. they may be doing okay. I hope it's a close game. I do, too. I, I think they can cover the four and a half and still lose. Sure. For. Indiana plus six. Plus I know Indiana six. stinks.
0: Yeah, they're not good. But
1: they're laying six points to Rutgers.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Give me the six. I'll take a flyer on the six points. Rutgers. Yes. Okay. I'm going to get burnt again because they burnt me just like the color orange they wear. Tennessee plus eight and a half against Alabama.
0: Ooh. Nick Saban's not going to lose this game two years in a row.
1: I know he's not. And not only that, Tennessee is not as good as it was last year. No. And I think reports of Alabama's demise have been greatly exaggerated.
0: Yeah, we always talk about that. I know. And Texas maybe I'm trying to decent. will it
1: into existence. I'm trying to make it happen.
0: Sure. Um, Give me TCU
1: plus six and a half.
0: Plus six and a half.
1: They're playing Kansas State.
0: Kansas State. This was the conference championship matchup last year, right? Yeah. I think.
1: I think so. Yeah, it makes sense. TCU made it to the championship. I think they're still recovering from that Georgia beating. Yeah. Yeah, they are. But I'll go TCU plus, plus six and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And then my last two, Travis, are NASCAR ones. All right. So we got the Xfinity race. First of all, trucks race tonight at uh, Homestead. Okay. So I know fat Travis is a fan of the I trucks. I like the trucks. But we got Xfinity tomorrow. Uh-huh. Plus 350 on Dale Jr. to get a top three. That's right. Dale Jr. in the race tomorrow. Plus 350 for a top three finish. Hmm. He likes Homestead. He said that before. He was running in the top five before his car caught on fire at Bristol. Yeah. So showing he hasn't lost a step yet. So plus 350 for a top three. I'll take that flyer.
0: Hmm. Nice.
1: And the other one, Travis, is for the race on Sunday. Mhm. Tyler Reddick, plus 550 to
0: win. Plus 550, Tyler Reddick. Yep. Okay. Second best odds. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Very All right. well.
1: Sports history, and then yep. we'll do NASCAR pick 'em.
0: Yep, the state in sports history. All right,
1: mm-hmm. on this day in 1993, the Blue Jays defeated the Phillies 15-14 to in Game 4 of the World Series. It's the highest-scoring World Series game in MLB history.
0: Hmm, really? I'd like
1: to see a 29-point World Series, 29-run World Series game. Oh, yeah. Also on this date in 1993, the game between the Kings and the Tampa Bay Lightning featured the first NHL game between two players named Gretzky. It's the great one and the other one, Wayne's brother, the 21-year-old Brent who was in his second NHL game facing his older brother. Wayne scored a goal and two assists in the Kings 4-3 win, which would go towards another record that Wayne would set, although he had his brother to thank, as the Gretzkys far and away hold the record for the most total NHL points scored by a pair of
0: brothers. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the other one. The other one. The wow. great one and the other one. <laughs> Wow.
1: Could you imagine? Could you talk about living in people's shadows. I know. Imagine being Wayne Gretzky's brother. I know. Like, he probably got signed by the Lightning just because he's Wayne Gretzky's brother. Right. He probably is like never played hockey or anything. It's just like you have to have some gene in you to make you at least decent.
0: Yeah, it has to be there, but nope. <laughs> guess not.
1: Uh, On this date in 2004, the Red Sox defeated the Yankees 10-3 to complete a comeback from a 3-0 deficit and win the ALCS four games to three. Johnny Damon hit two home runs out a leadoff spot, including a decisive grand slam. They became the first MLB team to win a series in which they were down Mm
0: -hmm. 3-0.
1: Also also on this date in 2004, Jim Edmonds hits a walk-off homer to give the Cardinals a win over the Astros in Game 6 of the NLCS. Cardinals would win the series in seven games.
0: Yes, we would. And we're going into game seven. Yep. yep. Beautiful call.
1: Yep. October 21st, that would be tomorrow, 1971. In game six of the World Series, Boston's Carlton Fisk famously waves his walk-off home run, Fair to keep the Red Sox yep. hopes alive. Unfortunately for Boston, their curse would continue after the Reds would win Game 7. Mm-hmm. So that's a famous yeah, everyone, shot. Yeah, everyone
0: remembers that, yep. but then uh, it's like they had to come they back and play lost. Game 7 yep. and they still lost.
1: It's kind of like the Bartman thing.
0: Yeah, it is kind of is. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, October 21st, 1998, the Yankees completed a four-game sweep of the Padres to win their first of three straight World Series titles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: October 21st, 2006, trailing 38-3 to with a 9.54 left in the third quarter. Michigan State scores the final 38 points of the game. The final three on Brett Swanson's 28-yard field goal with 13 seconds left to beat Northwestern 41-38 at Ryan Field in Evanston, Illinois. The 35-point comeback is the largest in FBS history.
0: Yeah, 38 to 3.
1: And finally, October 21st, 2007, Rob Baranas set an NFL record with eight made field goals.
0: Mm, there you go.
1: October 22nd, 2001, the New York Yankees raced out to a 9 0 lead over the Seattle Mariners in game five of the ALCS at Yankee Stadium, eventually cementing their 38th American League Championship with a 12 3 victory. The Mariners were shut out of the World Series despite winning an AL record 116 games. Mm. Have to bring that up, don't we?
0: Yeah, we have to bring that up.
1: The best team to never win a World Series. One of them,
0: right? Yeah, that has to be. They were, they were a great team. Yep.
1: yep. October twenty second, twenty eleven. Michigan State beats number four Wisconsin on a hail mary as time expires from Kurt's Cousins.
0: Yeah, Kirk Cousins. Kirk
1: Cousins. Nice. Beaten Wisconsin on a Hail Mary.
0: Shining there in college.
1: October 22nd, 2011, Albert Pujols hits three homers, collects five hits, and notches six RBIs in the Cardinals' Game 3 World Series victory. Each ties a World Series record. Mm-hmm. October 22nd, 2016, the Cubs defeat Clayton Kershaw and the Dodgers in Game 6 of the NLCS to advance to their first World Series since 1945. Kyle Hendricks pitches a gem, taking a shutout into the eighth inning. Mm-hmm. October twenty second, twenty sixteen, Texas Tech's Patrick Mahomes accounts for an FBS record eight hundred and nineteen yards of total offense in a sixty six to fifty nine loss to number sixteen Oklahoma. Oklahoma and Texas Tech each set an FBS record for combined yards in a game by both teams in a single game, as they each had as they had one thousand se- seven hundred eight yards. Seven one thousand seven hundred eight. One one million seven hundred and eight
0: thousand eight hundred and fifty four yards each. A million? That's what it says. That can't be right.
1: Or maybe it's Oklahoma had one thousand seven hundred and eight yards and Texas Tech had eight hundred and fifty four yards.
0: Yeah, I think that's okay. about right.
1: <laughs> Still, sixty six to fifty nine. That yes. is stupid. That's, that was back when the Big game, 12 man. was the Big 12, Travis, and yep. we didn't care about no defense.
0: <laughs> yep, all all offense, no D. When
1: was the last time a defensive player got drafted from the Big 12 during that era? Yeah, Never
0: exactly. It didn't happen. <laughs>
1: and finally, October twenty second, 2020, the National Hockey League announces the annual NHL All-Star Game and the NHL All-Star Skills Competition would be postponed to no earlier than 2022 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. that's the state
0: in sports history. That's the state in sports history. All right, very good. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, close things out here with uh, NASCAR and a NASCAR pick-em. All right. As uh, you already alluded to there, they're at Homestead. Yes, they are. This week, Homestead, Miami.
1: Travis, you won last week. I did. So you get to pick first this week.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so... Hey. You're up.
1: Up by 5.
0: Up by 5. Feeling um, good? Yeah, feeling pretty decent.
1: Three races left after this, including this week. Mhm. You're up by 5.
0: Let's see here. Who do I want here? I'm between two guys. Uh-huh. But I'm going to go uh, picked him last week so i'm going to take him this week it's william byron william byron is who i'm going with
1: travis i'm going double or nothing
0: fifth best odds
1: i'm going double or nothing i picked him in my entertainment i'm picking him for pick him
0: tyler reddick tyler reddick
1: i need a win Mm -hmm. tyler reddick has won xfinity championship at that track twice by winning the race both times so he needs a win he knows this is his week to punch his ticket to the championship four. He knows he has to win this cuz he's not very good at Martinsville. So, desperate drivers do desperate things when they're desperate. They do. And he's already very good there.
0: So, yeah, but like you mentioned, second best <coughs> odds.
1: Yep. So,
0: Kyle Larson is the now, uh, favorite. Here's on the problem with books. Tyler Reddick, and I'm going to
1: say this right now. Mhm. Tyler Reddick is very very fast at Homestead. How is he very very fast at Homestead? He runs way up up at the top, which means that sometimes he makes mistakes and hits the walls and ruins his day. Uh-huh. So, it's a it's a thin line. <laughs> We're going to balance it together, Tyler. I, I believe in you, Tyler Reddick. I'm balancing that line with you. Because if you finish 30-something, I have almost no chance of winning Pick'em. So, I'm right there with you. We either make the championship together or we fail together. But I'm right there with Tyler Reddick.
0: <laughs> Going all in this week. All in this week, yep. On Tyler Reddick. Yep. So, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Reddick versus Byron. Yep. They're the matchup for Homestead. All right. Uh, so, uh, we have a rain along here. And we had a lot of stuff. you do a lot of stuff here on yep. this Friday to uh, clean up so uh, we'll be here to uh recap everything uh that happened in the way of a playoffs how it all affect the uh, playoff picture uh tomorrow 7 to 9 p.m for the starting lineups playoff extravaganza so uh, that's when we will talk to you again so we'll talk to you in a uh, few hours depending on when you're listening in on this so until then thanks for listening thanks for downloading And we will talk to you for our playoff show. Until then, peace.